Guys, real quick, two seconds. This podcast is sponsored by 1% Lists Wasatch Front. If you want to learn how to save tens of thousands of dollars on your home sale, hit me up. I got you. Feeling the pressure put, I'm in control. Learning the business, I'm putting the work and I'm ready to go. And if you're scared, don't be. Just listen to Tony. What's going on, guys? Welcome into the show. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Guys, today I want to talk about a question that I think we far too often do not stop to ask ourselves as we are in this process of evolution and entrepreneurship and building businesses and making money and trying to get to the next thing. And I'll give you a little bit of context. So I'm listening to a podcast. A buddy of mine did a podcast and uh, he's interviewing someone and they're talking about growth and they're talking about how you know they went from a certain number of deals to another number of deals and kind of how there's this uh, natural progression to try to always have more deals. And so kind of while I'm driving, my brain just kind of goes all over the place. Whenever I listen to a podcast, be that any podcast, my brain goes in a ton of different directions and I get ideas. I start to question things myself and I have very interesting conversations with myself as I drive. And so the question that came to mind while I'm listening to this conversation about growth and mindset and expansion is why? And I think that that is the question that we too often, and I speak from personal experience, we fail to ask ourselves when we're talking about growing and wanting more and expanding, why? Because here's the thing about growth, guys, and I've heard multiple very successful entrepreneurs talk about when they talk about growth, the bigger you get, the more things change. And so in our society, we have embraced this hustle culture where you always have to be growing all the time. And where does it come from? Well, it comes from corporate America because in corporate America, there are these arbitrary numbers that companies try to hit in order to appease their shareholders. And the culture that has been created is that things always have to grow. So there always has to be more and more and more. And when you talk about Fortune 500 or Fortune 100 companies, okay, you can make that argument. But what about in our personal lives, in our personal businesses, in our small businesses? I would severely question why. And I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine. This was probably two years ago. And we're talking about his business and how at first he was doing the thing. So for example, in most cases, when you start a business, let's say you're very good at cutting hair. So you are very good at the thing. So you do the thing. And that's where the business kind of starts by you doing the thing. In this case, you are the one that is cutting the hair and you're very good at it. And slowly, but surely you start to kind of grow. And as you start to grow because you have skills, now it's like, okay, I need to hire the second stylist or the third stylist. Now we continue to grow and grow and grow. And 
most people would consider that a good thing. But when I was talking to my buddy who was having to grow his business, and I use the haircutting as an example because it's just easy to understand and, and everybody gets it. But all of a sudden, now you are not cutting hair anymore. You're managing people and you're managing books and you're trying to organize and you're managing this and you're managing that and you're doing HR and you're trying to hire and you're dealing with complaints and people and PTO and all these different things, payroll. And all of a sudden you don't enjoy it that much anymore because the reason why you started your business in the first place is because you enjoy doing the thing and you are very good at the thing. And so there's are situations where sure your business might grow, but are you as happy as you were previously? And so I always bring, bring this back to the real estate space because in real estate, you can make a lot of money with relatively few transactions, if you will. What I mean by that is an average commission on a real estate sale can be anywhere between average, maybe between seven and $15,000. That's a lot of money for a single transaction versus if we're going back to being a hairstylist, maybe you charge 50 bucks a haircut. So how many haircuts do you have to do to make $15,000? It's a lot. And so when you talk about real estate, a lot of people will always, they're always talking about more deals and I want more deals. But again, bringing on more deals means you, now you have to deal with people. So there are a lot of folks that would be happier doing two deals a month maybe even one deal a month and they make $12,000 all by themselves. Maybe they hire out a transaction coordinator, not someone that's on their payroll, but they just pay for a service. And so they can have that benefit as well. They might be way happier making their $12,000 a month with one deal than maybe a team leader who has a lot of volume. They're doing a lot of deals but they hate managing agents or they're not natural trainers or they just, they just don't enjoy it the same way. And so I think that we need to drastically change the way we contextualize growth because for a lot of folks, the agent that does one deal a month, they might be losing and they might say 12 deals a year, you should be doing 50. And if you're doing 50, you should be doing a hundred deals a year. Again, why? And I'm just posing the question, just kind of playing devil's advocate. Everybody's different. Everybody has their own goals and aspirations. But the thing that I want to tackle is this feeling or idea that the individual who has a small business and keeps it small, air quotes, small, is losing. They're not making progress because they can't say that their business grew X percent every single year. So I'm thinking about that as I'm listening to this podcast and I'm thinking, okay, life gets drastically more different as you grow, as you expand, as you open another business. And in many cases, we can spread ourselves too thin. Or as I mentioned previously, we're finding ourselves doing things that we don't like to do. And here comes the other portion of this hustle culture that is the comfort zone. Whenever we talk about a comfort zone, people always say, oh, you got to get out of your comfort zone. Well, why? 
Why do you got to get out of your comfort zone? I like comfort zones. So if you're working so hard, shouldn't you work towards your comfort zone? Not to get out of your comfort zone? Because here's what happens, guys. Being out of your comfort zone is uncomfortable. That's, that, that's going to be the quote of the day. <laughs> Being outside of your comfort zone is uncomfortable. And without a doubt, at certain points in your life, it is crucial for your growth. You know, when you're starting something, you got to get it off the ground, right? You got to get it running. And that's going to require you to get out of your comfort zone. But there are people that are talking about always being out of their comfort zone. Why? I like my comfort zone. So what if you're in a comfort zone? Let's go back to this situation with real estate. Let's say you're you're in this comfort zone where you've got one, two deals uh, a month. You got a steady flow. You're, you have a couple of investment properties, they're cash flowing well, and you know, you don't, you don't have a lot of bills. You don't have a lot of your know, crazy responsibilities. You work few hours a week. What's wrong with that comfort zone is the question that I would pose to you. What's wrong with that? And so as we're trying to map out this thing that's called life. I would recommend, and I've done this in my personal life, of establishing what a real comfort zone would be for you. And that can be a certain amount of money. It can be a certain position. It can be whatever, time freedom. Everybody has a different definition for what the comfort zone is. But stop seeing the comfort zone as a bad thing. Guys, life is meant to be enjoyed and it's meant to be something that you wake up every day and you're excited. And so don't shun your comfort zone. Now, the comfort zone might change based on different periods in your life. If you're a single dude that lives at home, well, you've got a certain comfort zone. And then that's going to be a different comfort zone if you're someone who has four kids and a mortgage and three car loans. But this idea of running away from comfort zones, I find in some ways harmful. I would say instead, this is my personal opinion, just one dude spitting at a mic, literally, uh, try to run towards comfort zones. Try to run towards comfort zones. Don't try to get out of your comfort zone. Try to get into your comfort zone. Because I know a lot of people who are always trying, they, they, for some reason, they, they believe that they have to always do something new and different and they always have to face their fears. And, 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 and again, there's some truth to that, but we can't swing too far in either direction because then they're uncomfortable all the time. They're just uncomfortable all the time. And the problem is that they think that they're doing the right thing. And when you're uncomfortable all the time, you have problems with stress and you have problems in your relationships and you're just not happy because you're trying to get out of your comfort zone because you got to get out of your comfort zone. And I just find it such a dangerous concept, if not contextualized properly. So this idea of running towards comfort zones instead of out of comfort zones, I think is one that few people have thought about. But the more I think about it, the more I experience life, the more I talk to people who are successful, I learn 
that they did get out of their comfort zone for a time. But they there, there came a moment where they realized they were in a comfort zone and they're like, this is it. I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't need more. And so ambition, I feel, needs to be checked. It's not bad to be ambitious to a certain degree. But again, what works for you? What do you actually want? For example, in this podcast that I'm listening to, the guest talks about a goal of uh, having $10,000 a month in passive income. Well, maybe someone in corporate America would be like, well, that's bullshit. Why isn't it $50,000 a month? $100,000 a month. That's debatable, right? $10,000 a month, good life. Why is that bad? Why is that a negative? It's That's his goal. Who am I to tell him that his goal is wrong or that it's he should do more? Why more? Why? And so I just wanted to kind of share those thoughts with you guys because the more I think about this, the more I feel that this hustle culture and the society that corporate America has built around us is incredibly harmful, is incredibly harmful. I talked about this last week. So think about your life. Think about where you're at. Think about what you want and work to get there. All right. Work to get there. But also realize that growth and expansion requires change and it requires change in roles and responsibilities and it adds more to your plate and some people can handle that. Some people can't handle that. So there is also a level of self-awareness that has to be present at all times to know, okay, how much can I actually handle? How much do I want to handle? How many clients do I want to have? But we have to stop telling people to get out of the comfort zone. A lot of people are incredibly happy in their comfort zone. And just because we, for some arbitrary bullshit reason, think they should go for it and make more money. I mean, it might be a surprise to you guys, but there are people in this world that don't really give too much of a shit about money. It's just, it's just the way it is there for some folks, there are more important things. And if this dude has this goal of $10,000 a month in passive income, I'm nobody to, to tell him that it should be 50 because if he had to go for 50, his life would drastically change. And maybe that's not what he actually wants. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. It means so much to me. If you like this podcast, share it, pass it on. Find me on Instagram, underscore Tony V2. Shoot me a DM. Until next time. Thank you.